Business leaders today need to go beyond meetings and management. There are action steps that nearly every leader needs to know to align with their core values and get the important priorities done. Welcome to the Grow Forward Today podcast with Paul D. Casey. Whether you're just starting out as a leader in your organization or have been a seasoned professional who wants to explore new ideas and practices, this will be an enlightening and highly applicable program. And now, your host, Paul Casey. If you're an action-oriented person and want to dive right away into strategy and planning to make stuff happen, you might want to back up the truck and consider your mindset first. Today on episode 33 of the Grow Forward Today podcast, you'll meet my guest, Preston Pugmire. Preston is musically talented, was a TEDx speaker, hosts a podcast called Next Level Life, and wants to help entrepreneurs and you specifically on developing a positive mindset to do greater things. It's the starting point for personal leadership development. Ready to grow forward? Welcome, friends. I've got a confession. Sometimes I sell myself short in my self-talk when no one else is around. I think about my services or my fees and wonder if I have anything worthy to offer my clients or if I'm worth what I'm charging or if I'm even making a difference at all. Nothing good comes from that kind of thinking. I've learned to not listen to that voice in my head, not let it steer the wheel of my decision making, even if it wants to come along for the ride. Mindset is so critical for living a successful life. When I'm feeling positive, when I love my clients in my head first, when I know that I have something to offer them that can change their lives for the better, it then plays out in my words and actions. And positive results follow. My network grows, business flows my way, my self-confidence goes up a few notches, and ultimately, the people around me benefit from the vibe I'm directing their way. Mindset is so powerful, it cannot be overlooked. Well, my guest today is Preston Pugmire. Here's a little bit about Preston. He's a speaker, he's a podcaster, he's a business coach. His podcast, The Next Level Live, debuted at number one on iTunes, which means he was more popular than Oprah for about 12 hours. And most importantly, his mother can say the alphabet backwards just as fast as she can forwards. I think that's hilarious because when I was in seventh grade, I could say the prepositions in 11 seconds. So that, that's just pretty funny. So uh, Preston and I are in the Rising Tide connection together, and he's always insightful when he shares in the group. Welcome, Preston. Man, thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to be here, man. Cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your personal entrepreneur journey. What's that been like? I'm, I'm sure just like the rest of us, you've had some peaks and valleys, any exciting peaks, any dark valleys? Give us the Preston story. <laughs> yeah, I I really haven't had a uh, quote unquote real job um, <laughs> you know, in the last, I don't know, 15, 17 years. Uh, I've really only had a couple of them. I was a baseball umpire for Little <laughs> League when I was like 17, <laughs> a Little League baseball umpire. And one time I actually made the safe signal yeah but i called out verbally <laughs> i will tell you this it, it, hot tip out there this is a pro tip if you're looking for a way to enrage parents on both <laughs> both sides teams, yes. both teams then that is i would i i think i fast-tracked it man quickest way to make that happen 
ever. Uh, but, That's hilarious. Yeah. And I got to hear your strike call. Did you have like a, you know, a specific shtick, you know, for your strike call? Hey! Oh, okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you got to put some, you got to do some, some gusto. Yeah. A little, know? little showmanship. Yeah. Yeah. So the, <laughs> uh, what, okay. So I'll, I'll back up a little bit. I have been an entrepreneur before I even knew what that meant or that I was, I was, you mentioned I was a musician when I was 16 years old. I was, I was organizing uh, concerts with a lot of different bands. I would get the bands. I would structure everything with, I would rent the venue. Wow. I didn't know that this was not normal, but I was renting the venue by myself as a 16 year old Whoa. and designing the flyers. This is back in, you know, 97. I would design the flyers. I would print them out. I would organize the different bands. Okay, you take this uh, com apartment complex. You take this these streets over here. We lived in a college town. So you go here. Da, 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 da. And then we would organize the show. I would hire somebody, one of my friends, to run the, the money at the door. Then everything would flow through me. And I would pay out the bands. I would pay out the venue. I would pay out everything. I would organize a band fund for, for us, for you know, recording, for merchandise, for different types of things. And I just thought that everybody was doing the same thing <laughs> as a 16-year-old. Like, wow, running, that's incredible. We, we would, we'd pull 300, 350 people to these concerts in a small town in Idaho in you know, 97, 98. And... That's that's what I've been doing my whole life is just these type of things and organizing things from when I had a concrete business, I would walk around neighborhoods and find neighborhoods that had different uh, cracks in their concrete, put flyers on their door. Hey, the city's going to make you repair this, so you might as well get it done through me and just that kind of stuff. And I took that energy that I just assumed everybody had and created you know, music business success, concrete business success, and then touring business success, and then podcast success. And then I started teaching other people to do it and coaching other people to do it. Then I learned a lot about marketing. And I learned a lot about business structure and how everything works together. And now I just coach and consult entrepreneurs on how to shift their mindset and structure their business and their marketing so that they can make more money and have more fun in their lives as they do it. Cool. We all want more fun yeah. and making more money. Yeah. So those are really yeah. two great outcomes. <laughs> so, so not, not big peaks and valleys. It just, it's like been this steady incline, a oh, learning oops. stuff along the way. I forgot to talk about the very terrible times. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. So, I've had a lot of, yeah, a, a lot of things that have gone wrong and you just, I, I've learned a lot of things from them. Everything from when I would, when I was a musician and I was touring, I would play these showcases and try to book venues and book, uh, I was doing university and college touring. Uh, this is, this is a long ago. I'm talking a lot about music, but mm -hmm. it was, uh, it was a big, for me, it was a big catalyst for learning how to do these things. Because uh, I, I learned how to be in front of people. I learned how to speak. I learned how to entertain. I've performed on or spoken as a, as a keynote speaker on over 1,300 stages. Wow. And one time I, I did a showcase and I was 
excited to book, you know, I was excited to, or I was expecting to book like 50 events. Right. And I ended up booking three. And one of those <laughs> actually canceled the contract a week later. And so that had to like, kind of go back to the drawing board. Uh, <laughs> I had a podcast that I was running with my friends. It was a home design DIY podcast. We had well over a million and a half downloads. Things were going really, really well. And then they decided to pivot, which was so smart of them, but they wanted to shut the podcast down. And so I had to like figure out how to completely pivot from that because that that kind of fell apart. Uh, But then, man. I was doing a lot of coaching. I was doing a lot of events. I was doing a lot of like selling digital products. And then I don't know if you know what happened over the last couple of years, but (laughs) everybody was affected by that stuff. And uh, a lot of it came down to mindset because I feel like, okay, where do I fit into this? And I had to figure out, okay, what does it look like to go from, you know, running these events and having these clients and going and doing these keynote events to all of a sudden, oh, am I paying bills? Am I, what what am I going to do with this debt? How am I going to figure this out? And man, it's, it affects everything from my personal feelings about myself to my marriage, to, to every single Mm -hmm. aspect of my life. And it's not about just putting up a big, facade of everything's going really, really well. And everything looks great on Instagram. And here's the, here's the highlight reel of everything. Mm-hmm. I have had, I have had depression. I have had points of debt. I've had points of how am I going to make this happen? Do I have to completely pivot? What does this look like for me? And I feel like I understand and can empathize with people in so many different situations because of it. That's, that's the whole thing. It's like, are you going to take it as your losses? Are you going to take those losses and turn them into lessons? Are you going to take them and turn them into failures? And that's a cute little quote, but oh (laughs) my goodness, what, what are you learning? What am I learning from this? Tony Robbins says, life is always happening for you. There's a lesson and a growth opportunity in every single aspect. Life is going to life. It's going to do it no matter what. And when life lifes at you, <laughs> what are you learning from that? And it's not fun or easy to, in the moment, ask yourself, what's the lesson here? Mm-hmm. How is this happening for me instead of at me or to me? It's not fun and it's not easy. And I have resisted it so often in my life. One of my best friends, our, our uh, associate, Jake Ballantyne, uh, he is my best friend and he just shows up in my life in such an amazing way. And sometimes he will ask me, how is this happening for you? And I'll be like, don't do that to me right now. I'm, I'm, I, I want to be validated in my frustration. I want to be validated in my, like, no, this is going wrong. This Let is me be a victim good. right now. <laughs> Could you not hold me accountable and to a higher standard? I'm not interested in that right now. And when, when he shows up for me in that way, it's another opportunity for me to be like, okay, how is this happening for me? What is my lesson in this? And 
recently I went through a, a, a valley and my, <laughs> he was doing that same thing to me. What is, what's going on for you? How is this a learning opportunity? And I came out of it thinking, this is, this is like my next chapter. This is the swing. There's it's the pendulum. It's a roller coaster. It's a pendulum. It swings. And the pendulum has swung over here to things are not going well, but oh my goodness, that gives me that much more momentum if I choose. Mm. So the lesson is there's momentum as the pendulum swings the other way. And what am I doing to be intentional about it? It gives me an opportunity to really live it. This, this is it, man. If you think that you can learn how to ride a bike from listening to a podcast or reading a book or watching a Ted talk, mm -hmm. you are screwed. Mm -hmm. You get on a bike and you go out there and you learn how to ride it and you fall down and you scrape your knee and then you cry and then you get back up, wipe the blood off and get back on the bike. I realized that I was reading books about this is all a metaphor. I don't know if this is a metaphor. I already know how to ride a bike. But <laughs> I was reading books about how to ride a bike. I was reading, listening to podcasts about how to ride a bike. I was watching TED Talks about it. And it's all about this mindset and marketing and getting back up from different things. And I wasn't riding the bike. Mm -hmm. And so I decided my lesson is to acknowledge that I haven't been actually putting in the work and doing the things that I want that I, that I know that I should be doing that I tell other people to do all that stuff. I need to get out there and ride that bike for real practice it in my, in my actual heart, in my actual life, in my actual relationships, in my actual business. And that, what that lesson for me absolutely changed my life. And it's something that I had to experience. Like you have to experience. Nobody can experience it for you. Wow. I mean, and I, I totally can relate with like the messages that positive messages that we put out to the world and our clients. And sometimes we don't heed them ourselves. And it's like, what if I just did what I said to other people yeah. to do? <laughs> and it changes your life. Everything. Wow. What a turning point for you. How, how how recent was that turning point to say, all right, I got to do this? <laughs> Last week. Last week. So this is I super know, current. Right? It's, it's fresh. It's happening right now. You are oh. experiencing this, uh, the, like a new rebirth of Preston right now. Yeah. And I could pretend, I could, I could, I could sit here and I could pretend that I'm over that hump and that, oh man, you know, this thing that I'm dealing with, it's in the past, yo. And- I, I don't think that it works to process things um, publicly, right? But I have so much information. I have so much value. I have so much experience. And I, I can see things. One of my superpowers is synthes synthesizing. Mm -hmm. Yep. I can synthesize ideas, concepts. I can look at somebody's business. I can look at somebody's mindset and have a conversation with them for five minutes. And it honestly is something that I have cultivated and that is just like something I was born with, which is super cool. And I love mm -hmm. to exercise it is this idea of being able to put together the pieces. 
being able to connect the dots and see how to get from point A to point B and see the blocks, the blocks that are in the way in somebody's mindset, in somebody's business structure, in somebody's marketing and the way that those things all work together. And for me, I was able to point that inward, which is like, mm-hmm. I mean, brain surgeons don't do surgery on themselves. Right. They have somebody else to do it. And yeah. that's why I was able to see it in myself by working with coaches and then turning that around. And I do have that. You, you mentioned earlier, like in the intro, you said, do I have the worth to charge what I charge? And I mean, it's so, it's kind of passe to talk about imposter syndrome. It really is. But everybody has imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because everybody's sitting around trying to figure out, do they have value? Mm -hmm. And when you have, when I have a realization like, oh, I do, it liberates me to to share that with others and to see it in others. That's the key. Because if you don't feel it in yourself, then when you see it in others, it becomes a way to self-judge instead of a way to self-motivate. And Mm. that is a problem because, and only because, it holds you back. It becomes another block. It becomes another way to tell yourself that you don't have that capability, Mm -hmm. that possibility, and that value. Mm. Well, first of all, I want to thank you because you could have denied this request to be on the podcast and said, you know, I'm still wiping the blood off. <laughs> you know, I'm still I'm still going through the meat grinder right here. Yeah. Um, but but you're you're excited. I can just see it on your face. Uh, listeners can't see uh, this, but I mean, I can see it on your face that you are vibrant and you're like you're going through this renaissance and you're excited about it. Yeah, I am. I'm glad that you can see it. <laughs> Well, so you're an entrepreneur mindset coach. Why did you choose entrepreneurs as your ideal client and why mindset as the focus of your coaching? Number one, I work with entrepreneurs because it's who I resonate with. Yeah. It's who I, it, it's who I connect with. It, I honestly used to, and I, I feel dumb about this, but I used to judge people who weren't entrepreneurs. <laughs> You know, we're all dealing with stuff, right? But when I honestly decided to believe somebody that they didn't want to do that, it, I started seeing people, if you read leadership and self-deception, I started seeing everybody as people instead of objects. And Mm -hmm. I had that realization, I don't know, probably seven years ago. And I was like, oh, they don't want to do that? What? That's okay. It's totally okay. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it, it released me to like, I'm going to work with these people just because it's who I can assist. It's who I can help. It's who I feel called to work with. Yeah. And because there's a difference in the way that you see things, the opportunities that you're looking at, the, the, the possibilities and the values. It's what do you value and what are your goals? And so I have worked with people on just like general life coaching stuff who aren't entrepreneurs and it's, it's good. It's really good. I feel like I can make an impact, but when I work with somebody who sees things differently, I'm able to unlock something with them 
and help them unlock something in their selves, in themselves. And it changes the game. Yeah. And I and love how you as, said yeah. it's your calling, you know, it's more than just, you know, like, Oh, I just chose a target audience, you know, here. No, no, <laughs> no. It's, it's a calling. It's who you best connect with and the place where you can add the most value. And I would guess there's probably someone listening today that's still like, I don't know if I found that vocation, that, that calling yet. And you'd probably say, first of all, you know, who do you connect best with? There's probably yeah. a couple other little check boxes you'd, oh, you'd, yeah. uh, you'd check off. <clears throat> So the, yeah, I mean, I listened to Mel Robbins. She was talking about like you know, finding your, your, your calling, the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, what comes naturally and easily to you? Yep. And what do people ask you for assistance with? Mm-hmm. And when you like start, you, those are just like two generic beginning questions, but there's yeah. so many. Another thing I think is really valuable is uh, and I heard this from Grant Cardone. He, he said, when somebody tells me, oh, I want to start a business or I want to do this or I want to be an entrepreneur, those kind of things. My first thing that I say to them is you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do that. You should you should go get a job and you should not do that business because it's hard. It's too hard. <laughs> and then ask them what they feel. What do you feel when I say that to you just now? Be like... No, I got to do it. I, I, I got to like, I, it just makes me want to push through that, that negative statement where I'm sure yeah. other people would just go like, Oh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a litmus test. Cause if right, somebody, right. if they, they hear, Oh man, it, you know what? It is hard, man. It, maybe, maybe I don't want to do it. Like, and, <laughs> and it even just, and there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't right. matter. It's just what works for you. And not I don't think that everybody should be entrepreneurs. I don't think that it's Mm-mm. right for everybody, but it's who I work with. And what you asked earlier, you said about mindset. Um, the reason that I focus on that, I, and it's not this that I only do that stuff because mindset is so abstract. It's ridiculous how abstract mm-hmm. it is. It's not. Um, but the reason that I do that is because without the the mindset of growth and possibilities and expansion and belief and just all those things. Without that, the strategies do not matter. They just don't. I, when I, when I launched my podcast, uh, I, before I had even recorded an episode, I told everybody Everybody that I talked to in person, everybody in social media, everybody everywhere. I say, I am launching this podcast and it is going to debut on iTunes number one. <laughs> number one in my category, launch day, debut. And I believed it, like 100% believed it. And I knew that it was possible because there is a spot like there is a way to do it. There is a path to do it. And so I know that it is possible. All I have to do is figure out what that path is and then follow that path and create it. And I, there were several people that told me afterwards that they, they're like, Ooh, Preston, I don't, I don't think you should be saying that, man. Like you're about to, you're about to embarrass yourself. And maybe I was, they didn't know at that time. And I didn't know at that time, but I knew that I was committed to doing everything in my power to make that happen. I genuinely believed it. And, you know, 
I, I did all the things, I did all the stuff, and bottom line is I made it happen. I debuted my podcast number Woo-hoo. one. Yeah, it was freaking great. But uh, I, a little bit later, I said, <laughs> I was doing a, an event and they introduced me in my bio and they said that, and somebody came up to me after the show and they said, man, you're from the same little small town in Idaho that I'm from and you debuted a podcast that <laughs> number one, how did you do that? I, I want to do a podcast, but I don't know if I can make that happen. Like, how did you make that happen? How, how did you do that? And I said, I could tell you all the steps. I could tell you like the algorithm, the, the, the messages that I sent, the, the plan, the structure, everything. But I said, do you believe that you right now, if I told you everything and you implemented it, do you believe that you could make that happen? And he just goes, Oh, me? No, no, I don't, I don't think that's, no. And I go, well, then the steps don't matter. Mm -hmm. And to his credit, he heard that and he just goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. (laughs) And he walked away. Like he, he he made friends with, with his mindset in that context or in that moment. And so if this is, this is what I say, like if, the steps and information was all that it took, then everybody would be a millionaire with a six pack. Yep. Because how to make money and how to get a six pack, all the information you need is on YouTube Yes. right now. Yes. And everybody has a phone, you can access it. Yes. And so uh, I, I do know a lot of strategies. I do know a lot of structures, a lot of systems, a lot of ways to be creative in you know, making these type of things happen. But if somebody has resistance to that, they're not going to implement and it doesn't matter. And so we focus, my, my whole thing is mindset before strategy, mm-hmm. not mindset instead of strategy. It's just <laughs> it's part A, part B. And so we focus on that, clear up a lot of the blocks because nothing will expose you like entrepreneurship, Ooh. nothing. Oh, that is so good, Preston. And I, I totally get it. As soon as you start explaining, it's like, yeah, why, why even talk about strategy unless we start with step one, which is mindset. I also like how you threw in there. It's not instead of strategy either, because get your mindset. Now we got to do the execution implementation part as yeah. well. So yeah, we, we got to have both. Well, hey, let's take a quick break. Okay. You are listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast on the Voice America Business Channel. You can find out more about me on Instagram at Growing Forward Services and my guest, Preston Pugmire, on Instagram. He's at Preston.Pugmire, P-U-G-M-I-R-E. When we come back from our break, I want to talk about how Preston became a TEDx speaker. I want to talk a little bit more about his podcast and also a little bit more about mindset because we all need this, folks. So stick around. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're a manager or supervisor trying to keep your team and yourself engaged, motivated, and accomplishing goals, then you want to check out Bullseye. Paul Casey's membership community for team leaders, coming alongside you to achieve confidence and success in leading your team. Within Bullseye, 
There are plug-and-play forms and tools, inspirational audios to pump you up, team player videos to play in staff meetings, icebreakers for your one-to-ones, and, of course, interaction with Paul and other industry team leaders to chat about how to solve the problems you are wrestling with. Paul will bring on live experts once a month to answer your questions on their expertise, and he will ping you twice a week via text to encourage you in your pursuit of your goals. Finally, there is a resource for anyone who supervises others and wants to develop their potential. Check out Bullseye to find out more and subscribe today for the best rates they'll ever be at growingforwardservices.net. That's growingforwardservices.net. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast. If you'd like to know more about Paul Casey or our program, please visit his website at growingforwardservices.net. Now, back to Grow Forward Today. And welcome back to the Grow Forward Today podcast. I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I'm with Preston Pugmeyer, who has been sharing some awesome stuff, some recent stuff in his own life and mindset but also what he teaches entrepreneurs as a mindset coach. And I want to go deeper into that in just a moment, but I want to congratulate him on two things, being a TEDx speaker and being a number one podcast host. Let's start with the TEDx speaker, uh, Preston. How was that experience? What was your core message in that presentation? So thank you so much. It was one of my favorite experiences ever. And uh, the core message was mindset before strategy. That's literally the name of the talk. If you, I mean, if you go on YouTube, Preston Pugmire, TEDx mindset before strategy, it's on the TED page. And something that's really cool is uh, I did that a couple of years ago and it had, you know, it was just getting views here and there, four or five, 6,000 just creeping up. And for the first like two and a half years, it got about 30,000 views and then last month, hmm. I don't know what happened I, because I don't have access to the analytics because it's on the TED page. I don't know yep. where the clicks are coming from, but it went from 30,000 to over 350,000 views in wow. one month. What? Yeah. It's just like blew up. And it's really great because if, I feel like people are getting the message. They're starting to really understand and like th- that many people are being reached on this concept that there's three stages. I talk about three stages of mindset and like whether or not you think something is possible. The first one is it is possible for someone else. <laughs> we all have this, oh, dude, yeah, it'd be cool to, you know, r- run that fast or launch that podcast or make this much money or lose this much weight or whatever. I mean, I know that it exists because right. it's possible for someone else. I, I saw somebody else do it, but it's only possible for them. So that's the first stage. And it's really just, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of judgment and there's a lot of emotional mindset blocks about your own value and worthiness with something. So you go from, it is possible for someone else. And then second stage is, it's possible for me, but how, how, <laughs> and that becomes the focus. The focus is on the steps, the how so many people ask themselves, they have a goal and they're like, okay, what are the steps? What do I need to do? How do I make that happen? And that it's a good question, but it's not your first question. It's just not right. because it, 
all, you're kind of skipping steps. You're trying to build the house, so to speak, before you have the foundation. Yep. Because like this said earlier about like if everybody had, if the steps were all that was necessary, everybody would be successful because those steps are available to everybody. So you go from, you know, it's possible for me, but how to it's inevitable for me. Now, let's go figure out how to do it. <laughs> and when you have this idea of it's possible, but how? To it's inevitable now. And it changes the game because inevitability includes the energy of I'm going to take action, analyze, assess, look at, okay, what worked, what didn't without judgment. About like, oh, I'm a failure because it failed. No, it didn't work. Cool. What did I learn from that? Uh, Jack Canfield talks about the concept of ready, fire, aim. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you take a, you get a bow, <laughs> you draw back the arrow and go, okay, I get ready. I get ready. And then I fire the arrow. Then I aim afterward. But what am I aiming? I'm aiming the second arrow. That's the key mm -hmm. because people think that they have only one shot be because it's because of Eminem, which is a, it's a brilliant song. You only got one <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's, it's great. But you got to take your shot when it comes, but there's not only one shot, right. but for reals, um, you, so the, 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 the metaphor is you get ready and then you fire the arrow and then you take a look at, okay, was the wind blowing the, mm -hmm. the arrow? Was the sight on the bow off? Am I aiming at the wrong target altogether? Was it further away than I'd anticipated? Do I need to readjust all these different things? And that comes down to, okay, you, you associate that with where was my target? demographic, you know, what, what was the marketplace? What was the hole in the marketplace that I was filling? Was this need as big as I thought it was talk about my price point. Maybe I need to structure my offer differently. The value that I'm creating, the way that I'm like positioning myself, those different types of things. Those are all the variables. There's so many yeah. variables. And when you realize, Oh, I just, I don't have to hit a bullseye on the first arrow. It, it really does liberate you because it's get ready, fire, then aim the second arrow because there's so many arrows in your quiver. And so many people, they go like this. They go, ready, 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 aim, 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 aim. ready, <laughs> ready, ready. <laughs> they never friggin' fire. <laughs> yeah, I've done were... that. You've probably done that. Yeah. Everybody's had moments where they do that. And it just builds subtle consistent resentment for the world for sin you become cynical and you judge yourself and all this just mindset bs that prevents you from actually creating in the world and adding in the world yeah yeah have you read the book poke the box by seth godin it's a very similar concept. Uh, and he said, when we're kids, we walk up to toys and we poke it and it lights up where Jack in the box pops up and we're like, hee, hee, hee. as adults, we don't poke the box anymore. Like, oh, yeah. I could, that could make too much noise or that could get messy or that it might startle me. So we don't ship anything. Right. So we, but it's the same concept that you're discussing is, you know, just put it out there in the world and then iterate. It's the second arrow concept that you've said. And my brand is growing forward, so it's all about arrows. So I'm totally you stealing get it. that. <laughs> Do it. Take it, man. The second arrow. Love yeah. it. 
Also, you've been successful as a podcast host. I love in the introduction where you uh, you told me to say like you were more popular than Oprah for about 12 hours. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you both jumped into the space at the same time, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're contemporaries <laughs> when of it course. comes down to it. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You get a podcast and you'll get a podcast. Okay. And so <laughs> what are some secrets to hosting a successful podcast? Because I know people listen today, if they found me, they, they're they going to find you next. They're going to, they're always looking for that one that's going to inspire them. So talk to me about people that may want to start one. Man, the secret, there's <laughs> to, the secret to a successful podcast is number one, recognize why someone is listening to it. Don't ask yourself, why am I making this podcast? Ask yourself, mm. why is someone listening to it? I've heard so many people talk about, dude, I want to I want to do a show. I want to do a podcast. And I just want to interview people with like interesting stories. I right. want to, like, I want to do that. And I'm like, cool. I Nobody's going to listen to that, man. <laughs> I just, I will be fully transparent with you. Nobody is going to listen to that because they, because they have, Joe Rogan to listen to that. It's just not a thing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying, I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just no. saying what, why would people listen to it? And for, so what I would ask, what I would tell somebody who wants to start a show is ask you, like go over all the podcasts that you listen to, like write down the 10 podcasts that you listen to yep. and say, why do I listen to this? What do I get out of it? What do I do with the information? Is it is it just because it's a release and it's an escape and it's something I can like get away from my regular life about? Is it, you know, that kind of thing? If you're listening to like a murder mystery podcast or a comedy podcast or something, mm -hmm. why am I connecting with this? Or is it because I listen to this because it gives me actionable content? Or is it because I just resonate with this person's message and they have an opinion that they're of not afraid to share. And there are people who are going to hear that and be like, I, that guy is wrong, right? You <laughs> have to have outsiders in order to have insiders. Yep. And so ask yourself, why am I listening to these shows? And then why would somebody else want to listen to this show? What do I have? What can I offer? Because I do have experience. I do have expertise. And I mean, then, and then I would say, okay, why are you doing it? Why are you looking to monetize? Cause there's, Unless you have a lot of listeners, I mean, you're not going to make great money uh, with, you know, ads and stuff like that, like putting them in. Uh, when, like, again, when I had the the podcast with the, the first one that I launched, that had over a million and a half downloads. We were getting a lot of listeners and a lot of subscribers and the pod and the, the like the ads, the ad money, it was, it was decent. And, but it wasn't something to be like, oh, this is why I'm starting the podcast and the so just ask yourself, what is it that you're looking to do and be intentional about it and be smart about it and buckle up because it takes way more work than you think. Yes. Yes. These are really good points. And I, I just, I, I was doing the first exercise in my mind as you were saying like the top 10 podcasts I listened to, and I want actionable advice, you know, from, from other people. And I will unsubscribe from podcasts that don't do that. Right. I don't want to hear yeah. stories. I mean, I can read a book for that, uh, but I, I don't want to hear that. I want, yeah. I want fast stuff and it's probably going to be entrepreneurial or mindset or personal growth or leadership. 
boom, boom, boom. And if it's not, it's like, I'm out. All right, moving on to another one. Give me, give me some yeah. more recommendations. So that's a really great um, recommendation is what do you want to, what the listener to glean from? Yeah. So when you coach someone on developing the right mindset, where do you start with them? You've already given us some really great tips, but I'm wondering like, all right, I'm going to sign up for Preston Pugmire's coaching program, session one. Now you probably even have a, a sheet that you give them in advance where they have to think yeah. through something, right? So yeah. what do you want? Where, where's the starting point? So we have a whole vision, like a, a next level life vision map uh, that you fill out before even the first session. And it, it like, it's hearty. We go through and we talk about the four areas of life that, okay. And I, I'm faith, fitness, finances, and family. Okay. Cool. And family and friends. So I am not a faith coach and I'm not a fitness coach, but those do play a role. Okay. And we can talk yep. about how the mindset, like, goes into those kind of things but you got to be clear first about where you are and you have to stop lying to yourself so many people are afraid to take a look at where they're at because it is a little bit uncomfortable and they're like oh shoot i gotta take a look at this i this 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 brings up uncomfortable feelings for me and so i'm gonna avoid doing that and so we start we start with full accountability and full alignment so that you are being honest with yourself about where you are. If you go into Google Maps, right, what's the first field that you have to put fill out in, in Google Maps in a Google Maps form? Yeah, it's right where you are now. What's your location? Where you are now. Yeah. You have they cannot get you where you want to go unless you know that first. So that's where we start. And we get super clear about where you're at. And then we go to where you want to go. Where do you want to go? Where, what are your goals? What are your aspirations? Where are, where have you been afraid to even dream? And really get clear about what it is that you want. So many people don't even know what they want. They want right. more, more money, better relationship. What does that mean? Yeah. I help, I help people get razor clear on what type of life they want to live and what type of business they want to have and how the business can support the life. And that feeds into what type of relationship that you are creating intentionally and what type of like body you're in being intentional about that, your connection with yourself and with source and being intentional about that. They're all connected. We start with okay, where you're at, then where do you want to go? And then I have people talk about what is in the gap. Okay. We got where I'm at, where I want to go. What is in this gap? This this transformation that you, what did you do to make it happen? And we, we start with, it's a, that's a vision. Like we start with, okay, if I'm already successful, if I'm already where, where I want to go, then what did I do to get there? And when you're looking at it from that, like, what did I do to get there is a very different question than what do I do to get there? Mm. And, and it, it, it stretches people. I've had people, uh, want to work with me and they go and they look at all these questions and they come back to me and be like, I am not even close to ready to work with you. <laughs> like it's, it's wonderful self-awareness. So like, dude, I, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. And there are other people who are like, dude, those things are a little bit over my head, but 
I'm ready to dive into them. Can I have some guidance around that? And it, there's different energies. And I, I, I work with people to figure out like where they're at and if this is their next step. But if <laughs> so, that that's like a sheet that you even fill out before we have our first call, right? Yep. And then we get into, okay, what's in the way? Mm-hmm. What is going on? Why? Why haven't you gotten there yet? And I can learn so much. You can learn so much. Ask somebody, what do you want? Why haven't you gotten there yet? Why aren't you there right now? And if you just listen to them for three minutes, your language reveals you. Your language yep. reveals your your limitations, your mindset, your all these different types of things. The belief you have about this, the stuff that gets to be shifted in order to actually grow forward, right? Yes. Uh, I liken it unto- Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I get a royalty every time I mention it? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I liken it unto, if you have a great idea and you have like drive and determination and you have skills and all this stuff, it's like you're driving a Ferrari. You have this incredible car and you're driving it on you go out and you pull out and you go out onto the the highway get on the entrance and you just rev that engine you just ah, and it, the tires and the engine and everything just feels like sluggish and it's not working and it's kind of smoking you're like okay i gotta stop and then you go and you make sure there's gas in it okay i got all the gas great it's good i got uh, oh, oil change make that happen do a tune-up all the stuff okay oh, man are the steering is, is the alignments working you're checking all the things and everything is in order like and i just can't even figure what out what's going on and it turns out that this whole time you've had the e-brake just cranked all the way up <laughs> and that is a limiting mindset mm-hmm you can have the nicest idea, the nicest structure, the nicest business, the nicest team, the nicest everything. Everything's in order. But if you aren't getting out of your own way, then you're just driving around this amazing vehicle with the e-brake cranked all the way up. And then it just becomes, as Mitch Hedberg says, the emergency lever to make the car smell funny. That's what that is. And, and so Love then your business smells, yeah, you get it. The business smells funny. The, your life smells funny. And it's, it's not moving forward. And when you sh- like release that limitation and argue for and in behalf of your possibilities, then all the systems and structure and everything just becomes something that is inevitable, like I talked about earlier. And you release that e-brake and it shifts everything. So I help people get out of their own way so that they can develop the creativity so they can dream and have visions. I guide people in their marketing, guide people in their, the structure of their business. I've taken lots of people from, you know, between four and 5,000 a month to, you know, 10, 15, 20, 40,000 a month because they have something great, but they just have that, that e-brake pulled all the way up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that just lights me up. And it's just <laughs> so fun to do. It's very rewarding work seeing people just take charge of their own life and move from, move from an unconscious reactor to a conscious creator. So they're not reacting to everything in their life and they're, 
they start to like create everything in their life. And it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, go a little deeper on that unconscious reactor to conscious creator. When, when I have a focus, okay, Tony Robbins talks about in the triad, there's three things that like make up your state. There's the, your focus, your physiology, and your language. Physiology is just how you're positioned, your physical body. Uh, your language is the words that you're using. Are you using words like try, can't, not sure? There's like different type mm -hmm. of disempowering language. I think yep. that'll happen, stuff like that. I will do it later. But then you, you shift the language, but then the focus. There are three main areas of focus that you have in any given moment. Am I focusing on what I have or what I lack? Are you focusing on your, like your resourcefulness or the things that you don't have access to? Okay. The second question is, am I focusing on what I can control or what I cannot control? Because in every area of your life, there are things that are completely outside of your control. Mm -hmm. And I spend so much time and I say, I, I'm intentional to say spend. It's ridiculous because I'm, I'm being honest with myself. It's not like, oh yeah, I spent, I figured this out. I'm good now. But like I spent a lot of time asking myself like, okay, man, how can I shift that? How can I change that? How can I make that better? And more often than not, the thing that I'm trying to make better is something I genuinely have no control over. And it is fruitless and so frustrating to try to focus on those things. So you say, what do I have control over? What can I control? And then from there, it empowers you to say, okay, then what can I influence? You're talking about like the Stephen Covey, the mm -hmm. circle, the sphere of influence, the sphere yep. of control, those different things. And when you focus on those two things, what I can control and what I do have, even what I do have access to, my resourcefulness, not just what I have in this moment, but it allows you to have the third area of focus, which is, am I focusing on the past, the present, or the future? Because if you focus on the past, it's going to lead to like anxiety, or it's going to lead to depression and frustration and sadness. It, or if you focus on the future, it's going to lead to anxiety. Those different types of things. Sometimes planning for the future is what you need to do in the present moment. Because if you're always focusing on the future, then you're never going to be present because mm -hmm. if I'm focusing on what's going to happen in six months, guess what happens six months from now? I'll be <laughs> focusing on six months from then. And so mm -hmm. I'm never actually in the present moment because you're always, always, always there. And so focus on the present moment, what you do have and what you can control. And those three things allow you to be conscious, aware, and intentional so that you can create the life that you want, the business that you want, and stand in power to claim, stand in power to stand up for the relationship that you want and your role in that, all those different things. But when I focus on what I do not have, what I cannot control, and the past, I am being a reactor to everything in my life. I'm just simply reacting and that's it's just a place of disempowerment instead of things are going to happen to you. Life is going to life. And then how do you respond? There's a huge difference between responding yes. and reacting. Yes. Again, there's this moment Victor Frankl talks about like the, the moment something happens, stimulus, pause, mm -hmm. control, 
then response. Yes. If you the, the if you decrease the space between stimulus and response, it's always going to be more reactive. Yep. The more you can increase the period between stimulus and response and be intentional about it with those three areas of focus, you're being a conscious creator of your circumstances. And I it, that is the foundation for everything. Like I said, this mindset, because then you can then you can implement, okay, what is my referral strategy? What are my systems? How, how am I showing up as a leader? How am I showing up in my teams? And what am I doing to measure different metrics uh, that, that allow me to like, what are my key performance indicators, my lagging indicators, my, all these different types of things that are, that I'm not even going to take a look at if I if I'm too avoidant because I'm unwilling to sit in those uncomfortable emotions and they cause me to feel like I'm less than. Mm -hmm. That's why I say entrepreneurship is going to expose where you're at and who you are <laughs> almost faster than anything else because you're guaranteed to come up against all of those. Yes. It's so true. You're like a tea bag, just put in this hot water and then the flavor is going to come out. You hope it's good flavor, but <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, great stuff. Well, last couple of questions for you, Preston. What do you want to promote for mm -hmm. our listeners, personal leadership development? And how could a listener best contact you if they wanted to follow up? So I, I'm opening up a couple of spots in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I really feel strong about like one-on-one -on -one right now, if that's something that you want to take your, take your business to the next level, whatever that looks like for you. Um, we'll do a kind of like an assessment about where you're at and what you want to, what you want to create and the thing is what, what you do have. And so if you want to hit me up at, on Instagram at Preston.pugmeyer, tell me a little bit about your business and where you're at. And I, I love to, see if people like see if I can help people. There's some businesses that are too early in their stages for me to really assist. And there's some that are like, they're kind of beyond my scope. Um, and so I, I work with people who have relatively you know, small teams, you know, between, you know, either you're a solopreneur or you have like up to, you know, four or five employees on your team that you're working with between a hundred and 250,000 a year, those kind of things. I work with parents. I feel like it is so, it's a very different ball game. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to build a business and you're like single and have no kids, I, if you're single and have no kids and you can't build a business, I got nothing for you. <laughs> it is family. And I have two children myself, eight and six. And it, I understand what that feels like. And so, um, yeah, if that's something, if the things that you're like hearing right now are resonating with you and you want to like expand on what is possible for you and get ready to get asked questions that are going to push you and then create something that you didn't even think was possible. Let's do this, man. I love Very it. Very cool. He would be fun to work with. And I hope listeners, you will hit up Preston and, and take one of those couple spots he's got open up. Thanks, Preston, for all you added to us as listeners today. And I uh, hope you'll keep growing forward. Of course, man. Thank you so much. So I have some takeaways from Preston today, you know, from the very top, talking about turning losses into lessons, not into failures, and that life is happening for you. Talked about the pendulum shift. Got to ride the bike. 
Because uh, if, if you're in a dark space, that momentum is going to swing back in your favor. Talked a little bit about the uh, strategy doesn't matter without the mindset of growth and opportunity and belief. Don't even go there yet until you've worked on your mindset. And a little bit about ready, fire, aim. You've got more arrows in your quiver. Don't have that scarcity mindset. If I only got one. No, you've got that second arrow. Ask yourself the questions after you fire that one. Uh, and that's going to help you iterate off of that. The GFT podcast is all about putting the practical tips from my guests into action for your personal leadership development. And remember, if you learn something, but you don't put it into action within 72 hours, those valuable gems start to slip out of your brain gradually until they lose their value to your life. Free tool coming your way. Go on over to my website, growingforwardservices.net. Take the free animal personality quiz. It's just fun. Not only will you get your results, and how to bring out the best in your style. But hey, then you're going to be in the Growing Forward tribe from now on. It's going to be a great resource for your growth and also for communicating with those around you. Thanks for listening to episode 33. Please spread the word about this podcast to those in your circle of influence, as Preston mentioned earlier, who are hungry to grow forward in their lives. Remember, you must lead yourself well before you can lead your team well. And until next week, Keep growing forward. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Grow Forward Today. Remember to visit Paul's website for more tools that you can use at growingforwardservices.net. Join us again for another edition very soon on the Voice America Business Channel.